0: Well, good morning, Boom Factor family. How are you doing out there? Praise the Lord. It is about 8 o'clock. I am getting up and getting ready to enjoy the most fabulous anointed service that you can ever be a part of. And that's a spiritual ordination. Yes, they have two individuals that's going to be installed today at the fellowship I attend. And um, I'm excited about that. You know, other individuals may not understand, but you know what? The Lord told me, he said, daughter, you have my love in you he said and all through your life you know why the enemy always on you because you have my true love I was like whoa I gotta warm up me some water for my tea y'all I was like, oh, yeah, okay, daddy. Because no matter how he come at you, you still have that little bubbly love in you. He's after that. He can't stand it. He don't want you to keep it. <laughs> he he said, he said that's why he always nitpick you about stuff. He trying to get you off balance. He said, but I got you. Don't worry about the little stuff. I said, but Lord, your words say, that's the little things like the foxes that eat up the vine. He said, hey, daughter, I'm telling you, don't worry about the little stuff because that's what the enemy is doing to get you off track. You know what? I said, you know what, Daddy? i receive it, and I'm going to go forward. Because you know what's best. So you got to have a a love relationship. Because at the end of all of it, y'all, it's about love. It's about love. Love. We say we love, but do you really love in spite of? Do you really love when it's even it may even jeopardize your image? If you was given an uh, ultimatum right now and somebody say and somebody saying We got all this, we gonna give it you, we're gonna give this to you. But we don't like this person, we don't like this person, manism. We don't like how this person acts. We definitely don't like this person. How they talk because they can't even pronounce words. Um, we don't. We don't like their style. You just got. You got to get rid of this person. We don't care how you do it. We got. You got to get rid of this person. And when you get rid of this person, we got all this for you. So we gonna set you up. We don't even want you to pay us back. We're going to give all this to you, now, but we're in Christ, we love this person has been a blessing to you, right? You know this person has been a blessing to you to the point where you know when you was in a in a in a in a hole and about to lose the very thing that was dear to you, and this person stepped up and became a blessing to you, so now the tables have turned, right. And that person is still the same person, probably even better, very resourceful. You know of this person. You know this person, like, what are they talking about? This person has a good heart. That's that's just their mannerism. Hey, I don't have a problem with it. That person not homing nobody. That person not killing nobody. That person not out here being mischievous. That person, no. And when you sit down and think about it, well, yeah, that person could kind of take their time and speak a little better. Hmm. Yeah, that person could change their hair. That person could dress a little better. Oh, yeah, I see what they're saying. That person could be quiet sometimes because that person always got something to say. Hmm. But I really need this. And this going to take me to the place and they say, I don't have to owe them anything, so maybe if I just go ahead and do what they say, I can go back and help that person, you know, on the slip. They don't have to know but on the slip, you know. So you're having this conversation, right, with yourself. So what happens, you know, remember I was talking about simulations last week? Oh, yeah, I got a lot of good stuff that the Lord has given me and, um, I'm thinking about some things that may even happen. And, uh, of course, it's written down it's going to become a book. Of course. Uh, but things are so, so move, moving so fast. And that's why I'm re- recording, because I have a transcriber that will help me uh, transcribe my audio, right? And, yes, I know I'm behind two books right now. And this summer, I'm I have a lot of things planned, but on my goal list, that will be taken care of. I'm gonna be more focused uh, on the things that God has given me to do because, uh, and I have to get a team together. I have to get kingdom team for redeemed. You know, because um, I need some dedicated people too. You know, a lot of people start off with you, but, you know, everybody got their little thing. I appreciate it. But with all that said, when push comes to shove, redeem get pushed back on burn, the back burner, you know. And the famu- Famous words are always here. Oh, well, we're going to do that. We'll get to that later. Uh, I already know what that means. <laughs> I'm not going to be a part of it, you see. It it would never be a later, you know, because if it was a green dawn in the beginning, and it's not demonstrated now, you could forget about the future. <laughs> and I understand that, and I catch it. That's the thing about it. I catches it, and so it start making me start preparing. Like, okay, here we go, here we go again, but that's all right. God teaching me, you know, He teaching me, and it's like when you gonna learn, daughter? You you be relying on people, and they're gonna do what they have to do to maintain what they need done, and after it's true, you true. He said, in the words of Miles Rowe he even said that. He said people are opportunists. They're going to love you and be there for you, you know, for a season, just to get what they need done. And once that's over, it's over, meaning you're over. You, 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 you're not a priority no more. I was like, he said, yeah, it hurts, but don't get locked into that. Just go ahead and do what you have to do if it's a service, you know. You put your price on your service, do the service, and keep it moving. And that's a hard thing for me. And I'm doing better with that, y'all. But I don't know. I just... My love walk is strange. But Daddy was showing me, no, you have the true love. Because no matter what, you always try to reach out to people. You always try to love. Even when you're tired, you you, you, you demonstrate it to me. He said, now this is the difference. He said... People don't understand your walk because the things that you do it, you do it to please me. But they're looking at it like you trying to please yourself and pleasing them. No, I'm trying to please God, and I want God to be pleasing everything. I want everything to be decent and in order. Even if I feel that I'm out of order with something, I'm going to get it straight quickly. If something brought to my attention, well, let's get that. Oh, no, I don't want that to... Portray like that. Let's get that done quickly. But you know, people have their own hidden agendas, and so that's what he was showing me. A situation had happened. Um, several situations have happened in the last two weeks between different venues. You know, between work, ministry, personal. You know what I'm saying? That had to keep me shocked because I. He was showing me you falling back in that little, that little, I'll set you free. It's going to get you. I want you to stay focused. And I was like, yes, daddy. So what I was saying, so the enemy will come and give you an ultimatum, even in a good work, even doing things for God. He going he gonna to find his way to get in there, y'all. That's why I'm moving. Oh, yeah, I'm moving fast. Really, the only reason why it seems like I'm moving, I'm doing a lot, I'm trying to catch up with God. Because guess what? It's all on the table. And I'll be like, Lord Jesus, who ain't doing their work? Somebody ain't doing their work out there because, okay, I want you to do this, I want you to do this. I'm like, Lord Jesus. boy, I remember what Miles O'Rose said. He said, when it was time for you to go, you should be so emptied out, you have nothing left. So I'm pouring out everything that God gave me, everything that's in me. And I, I feel, I'm not trying to say my time is running out, but guess what? Our time is running out. Because look at the time. Look how fast the time is going. The time is going by so fast. What are we doing with the time that God has given us? So, yeah, all those gifts and talents, come on, let's work it. But the thing about it, while you working the work, You have to maintain that love, that caring, and that compassion. And like the the little scenario God was giving us earlier, we have to be careful because the enemy will use that good thing. He ain't going to use nothing sinful, all right, to get us caught up, to get us off track, to get us out of the love walk with Father. See, it's all about the love walk with Father, even in our work even in our our um ministries god about to not god about to he is god is expanding all of our ministries but don't forget please you guys god is god is expanding businesses but don't forget please you guys this is where the enemy get us we always forget about the people who was there when you was about to lose everything when nobody else around, you was there to encourage that person, to stand by that person's side, to vouch for that person, to promote that person. You see what I'm saying? So we forget about those people. And when the, when the fresh meat, I call it fresh meat, when the fresh meat come on the scene, we forget about those that was there, you see. And then the enemy will create their simulations. For both parties. Now, how are we going to respond to it? God is watching. Are we going to let the love of God come in? You see what I'm saying? Are we going to do some backdoor stuff that the world do? But we say we're doing things godly just to protect the other person. No. No, you're not. You're protecting yourself. And, and that's a no-no with Father. That's a no, no, so a lot of things that I speak about, I kind of make it a a jumble jumbo mix because a lot of people if if individuals that partake into anything I talk about, then you you probably can pick it up or you don't you never know because I mix it up with so many different scenarios. you don't know and wait a minute. That happened to me, but that didn't happen with that, what she was saying. So that can't be me she's talking about. But yet, well, it may be. But I just mix it up. I'm going to use me in every situation. Okay? It could be about somebody else. But I'm going to always use me. I always told y'all that. I'm going to use. So 85% of the stuff I talk about, I put myself in it. Well, eighty-five percent of things I talk about, it didn't happen to me. But to protect other parties, I I use a jumble mix. I add other situations to it. I mix it up, you know. So you know, cause you got your people. I know I got some people on here just to try to catch me and stop. You'll never catch me because I'm always I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be myself. <laughs> I'm gonna be myself. And like I had a customer, I had a customer. Um, we were just talking, and she was like, you know, I I want to do this. I want to do that. I really don't know how to start. And sometimes I'm kind of ashamed of me talking. I said, well, start a podcast. I said, go to com." I said, go to fm slash start. Go to that. That's a free podcast. You can download the app and just start. I said, it will help you. Begin to develop your speaking. I said, that's what I have done, and look where God has taken me with this broadcast. And so I showed it to her, and she said, oh, my goodness. She said, what the money is there for? I said, I got sponsors now. She said, what you mean? What's the sponsor? I said, that means other platforms are paying me. She said, you can pay for doing a podcast? I said, yep, I surely am. Oh, my goodness, that is so awesome. I heard that before, but I thought people just were lying. I said, no, it's true. She said, well, what what is this about? I said, well, i tell you what. If anything happened between me and you, you'll hear it on there. She said, girl, you stop. I said, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. I said, I'm not going to try to shame you, but a lot of things that happen to people, they don't know how to deal with it. And I found that's how the enemy create depression and suicide, and people kill themselves because they don't understand, first of all, that somebody that care about them will do them a certain thing. They'll think is, they'll feel that they're the problem. A lot of people don't understand in how to deal with rejection and betrayal. And then flip that, and I was just sharing with her. I say, and then in the Christian set, like people who go to church, The outside people, like yourself, I know you believe in God, but I know you don't go to church. Well, the sanctuary, the building, because we are the church. I say, I know you don't go to regular services, but in your mind, you feel just because people go to a building and they say they worship God, in your mind, the way the enemy is in this world tells you that they're supposed to be this perfect person. Well, we are not. And that's where the battle coming at. Because we see people going to church, we see people going to this building, but then you know them in their natural state. You know their mannerism, you know how they act at work, and it's not the same from what you hear, how they are supposed to be acting. So that caused you to have a certain mindset and you get angry and like that's how they say, Oh, all them people in there number hypocrites. No, they just people like you that's going to a building. They're trying to get the act together, but they really don't know how, because the leaders are not taking time out to really teach and disciple the people. So that's where my program coming at. My program coming at the boom factor is just that believers that overcome with omnipotent manifestation. I'm a believer in Christ, being disciples. I mean, being a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, meaning I have accepted Him in my heart. And I'm I'm asking and seeking Him daily to help me to keep and sustain what He desires for me to be. And in the midst of all that, I get attacked, I get lied on, I get prejudged, I get misunderstood. Hello, come on! I go through trials and tribulations just like you. I get sick. I get. I'll. I, 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 was homeless, I had got attacked with cancer, uh, lost jobs. People I thought was my friend, betrayed. I mean, a lot of things that happened to me, and I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it for God, but look what still happens to me. So I'm demonstrating that in the midst of everything that happened to you, you can still go on with life. It's not God's fault. It's other individuals that have not grown or they only see things a certain way, and that's them. You don't have the power, you don't have the authority, and you sure don't have the 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 dominion and control over another person, like because even God Himself, you guys, He give us a will. He let us do whatever we want, and when we get ready, He's there to receive us. So that's what this radio broadcast is all about. And because of that, God saw fit to honor it, and it became nominated in three different categories. So I was explaining all that to her, and she was just sitting there with her mouth and her eyes open like, Wow, I never heard that like that. Give it to me. I want to I wanna be a part of it. So with all that said, um, we have to be very careful. And We gotta keep the spirit of love in everything, so I have the spirit of love in me in the midst of whatever I'm quick to try to get something right if you say I did something, okay, that's what you said. I don't remember it, but I'll take it i'll take the i see I'll take the wrong, even though if I don't even know if I did wrong, I'll take the wrong. Didn't Jesus do that? Hello, come on now. Jesus took our sins upon us, even though he didn't sin, but he took it upon us and he covered us. Love covers you. Love ain't going to keep you in your mess, but love will cover you. Love will protect you. Love will be there for you. Love will catch your back. Love will stand up and defend you. Love will be there for you in the midst of all of your hell. Love will catch your back. When somebody else come along and say something about somebody that you love, it don't matter. You love that person. Yeah, okay. Well, all right, we'll get that straight, but that's not that person. You know, Matter of fact, let's just forget about that person because I already know what that person's going through. I already know that person pressing their way. I know that person. But then you got some people, on the other hand, they're so adamant. With well, what their agenda is, it don't matter. All that other stuff, and they'll throw stuff at you, surface stuff. Because what I did. See, that they're going to make sure, well, because I did, I'm showing you, I'm there for you. Hmm. Yeah, you did A, B, C, D, but I think it's because of what was done. You're really trying to make sure you balance that out so you won't feel obligated and you set free, now you can do whatever you want, say what you want, because now, yeah, you did that in return, just to make sure, hey, I done did my job. And then it shows. It shows. But as the Father said, as we grow, you guys, and we all growing, we got to be careful and still maintain that love. Now, with all of that, and I'm not going to stay on here long because I want to get ready, they have this awesome book that I always tell people you need to go and get. Spiritual Discernment. It's no, black, it's no gray area. It's black and white. It's by Robert Lawton, awesome man of God that teach about demons and spirits and spiritual discernment. And one thing I learned from reading that book, and intercessors need to read this book, all intercessors, really all leaders, because sometimes leaders try to make people jail, they'll never jail. They never were supposed to jail. God put people with me. Okay, I can use me. As always, I'm always use me. I have two friends that's my best friends, but I know that those two friends of mine will never jail with each other. And I will never cause myself to try to make them jail. Why? They have different personalities. They have a different cause. They have different things they're doing, but they're my friends, and we've been friends for life. A part of my life is part of hers. A part of my life is part of hers. But coming together, yeah, we can come together and have a party on my behalf, but try to sit there and try to make them two friends because they're my friend? Oh, no, you are creating an atomic bomb. And that's what that book teaches you about. Mike Murdock even gave an example about this young lady. Uh, this young lady that was, uh, I don't know if she was working for him or intern or whatever, but this young lady was so bubbly. She was bubbly, boy. She was. Bu- he said this lady was so bubbly, it was working on his nerves. It's like, it, can, are you getting any work done? You always smiling and. And talking about uh, this and that. And um, he said somebody else came along and planted a bad seed. He said, because God checked him for it after he got rid of her. He said, (laughs) uh, and she was getting the work done. That was just her personality. She just was a bubbly person. Um, So somebody else had came along. This minister had came along. And they had went to lunch and the minister, he was more um, I don't know how they call not melancholy, but you know they have that they, they have these these tests, right? These personality tests. So he was more of a um, introvert, I guess, a more quiet tone person. And he was very valuable to Mike Burdock team. And so he had mentioned something to Mike Murdaugh about the young lady. And so when he observed the lady, he called the lady in the office and said, like, when we go to meetings, um, I'm going to need you to tone it down. And so with her bubbly, she was just like, okay. (laughs) You know, he said, that's what I'm talking about like that, because people ain't going to think we are serious. And we, we need we need to be serious, we need to be this you know how people try to put their law down because we in a different you know, yada yada yada. And she was like, Okay, and he said it. She, you know, she she uh I used the new word on my job. She complied. <laughs> but what come what's in you gonna come out of you, all right? So, um they had a a certain meeting and it was a lunch meeting. And all of a sudden, the young lady just began just to laugh. She just began to laugh. And the man had said something, and she said, oh, that's so funny. And she just started laughing. And the other young man had yeah, looked at Mike Murdoch. Like, he was, like, checking Murdoch to check her. I guess it was trying to make him look bad, right? And I used the word check because that's, that's the only word I kind of know when somebody trying to put you in place or keep you in place. And so, eventually, when I went back to the office, and so he told her, he said, I thought we had talked about this, so I'm going to have to let you go. Because I see you not understanding proper protocols. And, she, and he said he knew that he re- that it really hurted the young lady, but, you know, he got rid of somebody and they replaced her. Now, he replaced her with another more calm, quiet person. But let me tell you what he said. He said, but the office, the office was so dry. He said they was praying. He brought the intercessors in the office to try to find out what was going on. The office was like it was dead. He said things was moving, but it was just like a a, a deadness in the office. And he said he went to another conference. And he had asked the Lord about it. You know, before he went to another conference, but it was like several weeks later. He asked the Lord. He said he said he said, I must be in error, father. Why my office is so dead? Did I open up a door somewhere? You know what the father told him? He said, you put me out. He said, how I put you out? He said, you know that young lady that was bubbly? He said, that was me keeping joy in the office. The laughter, the brightness, that's what made y'all function. Everybody was in sync. It was clear things was moving without struggle. You didn't understand what happened, but somebody else came along. And because they didn't understand what was happening, you allowed their influence to change the whole atmosphere and what I called you to do. He said he repented and cried. He tried to call a young lady back. And he said the Lord told him, no. I told her not to answer none of your calls because I want to show you something. And he said ever since then, he respects everybody's personality. He said everybody has a place. It doesn't matter who come along. Everybody has a place. And so this is what I'm trying to share with you guys out there. God is bringing all of us to a higher height. But always remember Everybody has their place. And because, and you got to know, see the, see the word of God. See, that's what I always say. Do people really, really read the word of God, even as leaders? Do you really sit there and marinate on those scriptures and be so in tune that you will not allow the enemy to use a good thing to mess up that great thing that God is launching you into? We need everybody on the team, all personalities, all device of um, talents and gifts. But from this book, Spiritual Discernment is no black and white. No, it says no gray area is black and white. We have to be careful. My friend A will never get to be friend C friend. They will never become best of friends. Just because they are my best friends, it's not my job to try to make them best friends because that's my best friends. No, they'll never come together. That is not their purpose. Their purpose is to be there for me and I to be there for them. It's not my job to try to make them jail. And I see that a lot of times in business, Oh, I saw it the other day at work, and I tried to explain that to that young lady, and then she got it. It always happens to me. That's why I chunk it up. I chunk it up and still love. I love everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. That's how they feel? I apologize. But it'll still be me. What's up, girl? looking fly looking fly now if you can't deal with my personality i'm sorry but that's me the lord told me i was at that kitchen sink almost a decade ago he said where i'm about to take you it's gonna blow your mind but i need you to do one favor for me i, th- I just need to do one thing one thing i said okay i'm thinking you know yeah no all right dad i can do that one thing ain't no problem he said, I need you to be you. You got to be true to you. You got to love you. You got to accept you for who you... Matter of fact, you got to like yourself because where I'm taking you, a lot of people ain't going to like you. A lot of people going to have some issues with you. They're going to find all kind of their pet peeves with you. So I'm going to need you to like you, love you, be you, so when that happens, you can still do what I tell you to do and don't get all caught up into some other person' personality, some other person' opinion about you. I was like, whoa. He said, I'm going to perfect those things that concern me about you. Because, see, I used to always use that scripture for people. I said, God can perfect that. Don't worry about that. You know, so-and-so did it. Uh-uh. God said, I will perfect those things that concern you. He said, I will perfect that. You go on. Go on. You know, go on. You know, like we used to be telling them children. Y'all better, y'all better go ahead and get out of my room. Go on now. <laughs> you see, daddy got us. Now, I'm not saying being cocky with it. You know, be all out of character or whatever. Like, somebody, people always try to tell me I'm out of character. You're out of character. Your behavior. Look. What? And when the Lord showed it to me, he said, um, are you five years old? I said, no, sir. Are you six years old? No, sir. Are you seven years old? No, sir. Are you eight years old? I said, no, sir. Are you nine years old? No, sir. Are you ten? No, sir. How old are you? I said, about right now, I don't know how old I am, my Lord, because you asking me something, and I know you're going somewhere so. I'm whatever age you want me to be, Daddy. (laughs) I say, matter of fact, your words say be like a child. Come to you like a child. He say, haven't I placed you in many, many high positions? I say, yes, sir. He say, matter of fact, remember you was at that that board meeting? It hurts when you used to work at the mall? I say, yes, sir. I say, and that was the owner, right, Mr. Hurst himself, right? I said, yes, sir. I said, and what you was doing? Uh, I was just sitting there. He said, no, you wasn't. He said, when you made the presentation, you had joy, you had swag, you didn't even know what you was doing. But what did that man tell you? Well, he was, was talking to everybody because they had the general manager, the operational OP there, you had Mr. Williams, he was the director of the, um, he was the the director of uh, security. Uh, you had the top directors and the executives. See, when God had me in New Orleans, I wasn't taking 30-minute 30, 30 lunches. That's why I never c- adjusted that. I was used to taking an hour, two-hour lunches. Why? Because I used to be with the top executives. They'll, they'll bring, oh, bring Danny along. Come on, Danny. Come on with us. Yeah, that's right. Because of my personality. I, w- I was me. So i get up there, and they say something. I'm clowning around, you know. They'll say, I'm like, what? That's not what them numbers look like. I say, um, sweet. I say, I know that person. I always visit them, and they A, B, C, D, and they be like, how you be knowing them? I say, because they talk to me. So that's how they got a lot of new accounts because, see, I mingle amongst those tenants in that mall. And so they'll tell me, oh, you know, are we thinking about opening up another store, yada, yada? I say, well, they got another suite over here. I say, I'm sure they'll work out something with you if you go up there and talk to them, and they can have this suite right there, you know? And then um, they're like, well, what's up? How are your children, you know, yada, yada, yada? I said, child, you know, this is how they say I'm, I'm still professional because I'm still, I'm dressed, got my heels on and everything. You know, got my page, at that time we had pages, pages and my radio and, you know. And guess what? They'll refer their friend or whoever it is with their business and they wind up in that suite over there. See, I knew how to talk with people, to give them comfort, you know, to make them like, okay, that's a good you t- you you say it's good. I say yeah, it's all right. You, you 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 could do that. I guess I was like the the middle, the mediator, or the uh, not the negotiator, but uh, I broke the ice. I I don't know how to put it, but some kind of way, whatever mechanism God has in me, and you guys, I know how to talk to people to save it. You know, like even at work, when a person don't want to do something. I'll get in there and and, and and show them, A, B, C, D, F, G, if you do this here, I understand you don't want to do this return, no problem. But this is what it is, and even if you go somewhere else, you're still going to have to pay. But i tell you right now, they're not going to give you the advice that we give you. We inform you. We, we let you know what's happening. Our gifts and talents here, our job is to make sure that what you work for all year long, you're gonna get the best return possible that you qualify for. I know how to talk, where I speak. <laughs> I can be all things to all men. If they come up in there, girl, I ain't doing this return. Shoot, y'all cost too much. I say, yeah, sweetheart. You know what? I hear you, girl. Yeah, it is kinda high, but let me tell you, I'm worth that price. Cause what happened last year? What I told you. Oh, yeah, I did that. And look, 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 at this thing, yeah, look. I changed the, oh, I said, yeah, girl, see, you changed that. Now, look, look, look at your return. Now, I don't have control of the laws, but now you still covered a little bit. You may not get that little extra thousand you thought you was going to get, but at least, look, you did. Yeah, girl. Girl, I be telling my friends to come see you. Yeah, girl. I say, girl, you better tell them to come on over here by Miss D. I'm going to take care of you. You see? Then you got some that come to me, you know, all up at the insiditty, you know, like one time I had a customer. She just was all excited and everything, and then when I when I told her that I caught the bus, she was like, "You catch the bus? You don't have a car? Why don't you have a car?" I said, "Cause I don't want one right now. I got other things I got to do." Oh, you know, I say, well, with that said, you know, we have to learn how to experience delayed gratification. And because of me understanding delayed gratification, I am able to take that money that I spent on a card note and invest it. And so far, my investments are working for me. So give me about two or three years, as long as I am comfortable and I don't mind A minor inconvenience. In three years, I won't only just have a car. I will have so much more and I'll be debt free. But you know what? The world is so accustomed of being in debt. They don't know how to experience a little inconvenience for just a short moment of time. So she looked at me like, oh, very Impressive. Never thought of it like that. Well, let me see. I might have to take you. Take take that advice. Because to be honest with you, can I really talk to you? Can I really, really talk to you? Oh, my gosh. This is what's going on. See, I, I know how to do it, you guys. All right? I could be all things to all men. I could be in any situation. I could I could be bougie. Okay? I could be educated. <laughs> hey, I could be the hood in the street. Come on now, let's get this stuff going. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power unto salvation. So when people want to come and nitpick you about stuff, you better know who you are. You better have God locked in you so much that when it comes to you, hey. You have so much humility in you that even when you know you're not wrong, take the wrong. Take it. Take it with a grain of salt. Keep your eyes open. Hey, because something about to be displayed. And it's just a warning from God above. You see what I'm saying? I'm not this little clueless damsel in distress anymore. All right, I'm learning some things, and I have to because of where God is taking me. And from some stuff that have happened already, and I'm talking about some good things. I I, I also learn I'm not I don't share everything no more. I share some stuff, and some stuff I feel I still shouldn't share. But it's all good. It's all good because God told me. He said, "Don't worry about it." Because everybody that's sitting in that chair, you gonna reap that harvest. Everybody that gets saved through those airwaves, you gonna reap that harvest. So don't even worry about that. You planted your seed. You planted your seed for nine years. You planted your seeds. So guess what? You cast your bread upon the water. And what the scripture says in Ecclesiastes, throw it out there eight ways. Don't be looking for it. But when it come back to you, whoa, hello. And that's what individuals don't understand. Some things I'm reaping. You know what the Lord told me? He said, you haven't even started reaping stuff from Houston yet. He said you reaping stuff that you didn't sown in New Orleans. Whoa! See, if people don't know your track record. That's why you have to take your time with folks. Don't be so quick to be snapcracker and pop judge, executioner. You know, jury judge and executioner over a person because you really don't know. You got to be careful, man. You gotta be careful. Dr. D got a track record, y'all. Period. I can honestly say that. I never I never thought about it like that. But Dr. D got a track record and God be God has to bring it back to show me now don't you let somebody get you off off the road. Alright? Cause you know how sometimes you be driving. And I'm about to get over here because I didn't know I was on here this long. You know how you be driving, and all of a sudden you see this stuff in the road, and you go, Arr! and then if you don't know how to hold that steering wheel a certain way, you lose your, your balance, and when you swing, the swing, you know, when you curve trying not to hit whatever that is in the road, you may be, be, become the accident. So you got to learn how to keep your balance, Keep your hands on that steering wheel, you people out there. Keep your hands on that steering. This is this is your message today for me. Three things. Stop trying to connect people when they ain't supposed to connect. Those people that'll connect for you. Don't be picking sides or, or picking on A and picking on C. Or I found they hard on A and let C do what they want. It don't matter what they have, their influence, their money, their power. You got to watch that. Because you need both. You need A and C. And God brought them to you. To help you. Because we forget. We forget. Don't forget where you came from. Don't forget you was about to lose everything. Don't forget the people that were stood by your side. And I always say, when you receive a blessing for somebody, receive it. Thank God for it. But you better remember those folks. Because it costed them something too. And they was demonstrating love, saying, Look, I care about you, I care about what you're doing, and the Lord wanted me to bless you. We'd be so quick to forget about what people do. And then I had somebody tell me, Well, I showed you I care for you because A B C D E F G. You know what? The Holy Spirit told me, say no. They did that so they felt they ain't owed you nothing. Whoa! This is what the Holy Spirit showed me. I said, "Well, Lord, that's between you and that person. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm. I just want to stay in the faith lane. I want to stay in the love lane. I want to stay in the lane that's gonna help me stay. That when you do bust that, them clouds wide open." I'm going to get caught up because I definitely won't, I don't want to get left behind on this earth. It's going to happen one day, y'all. Look what's happening in this world. We got, I don't know when. When we how much time we got left. But we've been hearing it over and over again. And according to God's timetable, we're in 5779. It's almost to the year 6,000 with the Lord. Now, if it's always 6,000 to the Lord and God say that the, that, the devil gonna be locked up and this is gonna be another thousand year reign. He works by numbers. That's all I'm gonna say. We gotta get ourselves together and I'm in the in the position where I wanna leave a legacy for my children's children. I wanna leave something behind that they can say, you know what? My granny was something nice. Mama, man, my mom was man, look what mama did for us. You see? What are you leaving behind? What are you doing that somebody can Google your name, and I ain't trying to Google your name to be seen if you got a background check and all this kind of stuff? Somebody did me that, too. They don't know how I know they did it, but I saw it. I saw it on the computer because it never popped up before. That's why I don't let everybody on my computer. I'm sorry. You're not going to be doing something on my computer trying to find something. If you want to know something about me, just come and ask me. But there's no... There's, but guess what? I didn't got fingerprinted by the FBI, all right, because I had a daycare. You you have to go and get finger. I'm a security officer. I have my security uh, ID, and I'm qualified to get com- commission, meaning I can carry a weapon. I don't have one yet, but I'm going to go this summer and learn so I can get my, my badge and, you know, my I can carry a weapon. All right. So I don't need nobody to try to do a background check on me. I wouldn't be where I'm at, if if anything. Now the truth be told, through my domestic violence, yeah. I was in jail, but it was only for a little while. This is my first time sharing that. But at that time they had to bring both parties in. And that was because of domestic violence. So, see, people be trying to find stuff, and Lord have mercy. Y'all better keep your hands on the steering wheel of your life. You better love you. You hear me? You better love you for you. You better like you for you. <laughs> that's that's another good good word. You better observe and report tonight at 10 o'clock, for sure, for sure. I don't care how tired I am. I feel pretty good, though. We will be starting our new series, Generational Matters. God has confirmed that series for the last three weeks, and I'm telling you, it's on like Donkey Kong. I must confess, the enemy tried to put some fear in me, Attack my family, Attack my children, even tried to attack me. But guess what? We have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And I have a testimony. And greater than he that's in me, that's the Holy Ghost, God himself. I got the power of God with me. I'm not ashamed of the gospel than he that's in this world. All the negative devices that's going on in this world. I got the greater one in me. I got the greater one in me. And so with that said, you guys, I'm going to leave you all with this. Observe and report. Observe your surroundings. Observe your life. Observe your children. Observe everything that's happening around you and report to yourself. Write it down so you can look at it. Bring it to the Father like Hezekiah did. Bring it to God. Get, 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 get 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 a God answer on it. And believe His report, not man's number two don't try to bring two different relationships together if god had put people in your life remember your friend a will never be the friend to C. so never try to put that together they are your friends or your business partners or whatever they are god put people in our lives for a reason and just because see some of my customers won't jail with some of my other customers so why would I get married with them or try to check them or try to do something if somebody didn't cross path and they say something? It's just not going to happen. Don't mess up what God is doing for you because you need both of them. You need friend A and friend C. You need both of them. Number two, don't try to clash your friendships. They'll never be together. And number three, keep the love in your heart. Love covers a multitude of faults. Jesus covered us. Even in our wrong, he came, he took, he buried our iniquities. He took his stripes for our sicknesses. Everything that was wrong with mankind, he took the blame for it. And he laid it at the cross. And when he laid it at the cross, he took it upon him and then he died with it. And when he died with it, he brought it back to the pit of hell, came out of the tomb with our authority back, left that trash in there, and now he said, here, now I got the keys, here they go. They for you to operate in now. See how that works? So even if somebody said you did something, okay, yeah, all right, you say I did it, I don't remember it, but guess what? I'm going to humble myself because I love God, I love you, and I want God to be pleased in everything that everybody does. I'll take the blame. I'll take it, just like Jesus took it. All right. So let me get ready. I really didn't meant to be on here this long, but hey, more power to God. Give Him the glory for it. Maintain the steering wheel of your life. That's how I'm gonna title this. Expect, expect the curves. Always expect something to be in the road that you're going to have to duck. Sometimes you got to roll over it. You're going to have that turbulence. You may even have a crash. You may swirl. But as long as you got maintain, you maintain that steering wheel of your life, you're going to be all right. All right? All right, you guys. Hey, hey, this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. Hey, it is, countdown. down, I think it's 20, 20 more days. What is it? It's the 10th. So we got 18, 18 more days. 19, 19 more days because we got to March 1st. 19 more days, y'all. Vote, vote, vote. Go to Rhythm of Gospel Awards. I have the details in the feed, and I have the details on the on the description of the Boom Factor Show. That's our team. I know them. I thank everybody who have been voting so far. Oh, thank you. Jesus, I'm excited. Excuse me. But you got to vote for everybody. So that's the team. All right. Um, that's the numbers that I would like for y'all to vote for. Because we have collaborated with these individuals. Uh, the Boom Factor is number 62, 63, and 64. I appreciate it. I love you. I thank you for voting for me and my team. Put those numbers in in those categories and then show some love to the other folks that's on that list. all right? You have to vote for everybody for my vote to count, okay, so put those numbers in first, all right or right. write those numbers down whatever how you structure it um by now you should be able to go through that whole song that's playing if you've been voting every day since November, all right? If not, it may take two songs for it to come around again, (laughs) all right? Because there's a lot of categories. I know you guys, and I appreciate the faithfulness. Oh, my gosh. I appreciate your time to even vote because I know it's time-consuming to go through each category. But show some love in those categories, and uh, when you get down don't forget the Boom Factor. That's me. That's you. you make, you making this happen all over the world. We are all over the world, you guys. Boom Factor show is all over the world. It's in 12 different countries or uh, 12 different languages. Well, it's in probably numerous countries, but it's being interpreted in 12 different languages. It's on 12 different platforms, Spotify, God. God um uh, radio public, um uh, Google Play, iTunes, um, uh, Cashbox, Outbox, <laughs> uh, Podbean. Oh, we're on stitches now. Um, so all those different platforms. I appreciate you guys out there. I don't know, y'all can communicate with me too. Just go to Doctor D Boom Factor Show at gmail dot com, you know. Um, I'm gonna get somebody in here. I'm believing God for some help. Uh soon and very soon we're gonna have some stuff rolling for this ministry, for this business, for the Boom Factor show, period. Um, the Lord just was showing me some stuff. So until then let me get off of there. I thank you, go and vote. And I'm gonna come and talk to you guys later this afternoon. I will be doing a Facebook live also. Um at ten o'clock tonight, Sunday night throw down, Generational Matters. It's time to purify the bloodlines. All right? Peace. I love you guys. Later.